Oh, hi, Mark. The biggest match in history right here. Come on, guys, let's brainstorm this puppy. Like a box. Let me get this straight. Oh, we're talking now, ain't we? I am gonna sell it out for you. Ball game. You're hearing me now, ain't you? Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show, Wishful Booking, discussing WWE as relates to naive optimism. <laughs> Always. My name is Liam McNulty. Joining me via somewhere else, Jimmy Moorcraft. I'm guessing you're calling from in front of a shiny baby blue curtain. Is that safe to say? If that is true, and my fishbowl is is right beside me. <laughs> right beside me. Uh, how was your holiday? It was good. Very relaxing. And good. the days after that, I, I've done absolutely nothing, and it's been incredible. Awesome. Yeah, um, that sounds pretty pretty great. How was yours? Uh, it was good. Same. It was relaxing, fun time with the family. I got an Xbox One, and I got 2K18. There we go. So that's pretty much what I've been doing for most of the time ever since Monday morning. Who got you that? Uh, my family actually all pitched in. My brother and his girlfriend, and my parents. Very nice. Yeah. That's an awesome guess. Yeah, it's really generous. So it was a good Christmas. <laughs> good. Very good. Yes, for me as well. And now awesome. it's over. Yes, it sure is. On to the new now year. Now we look fourth to the Royal Rumble. That's right. Our That's next right. Holiday. Men's and women's. Just yeah. Men's and women's. Yep. Sixty sixty superstars, we hope. So yeah, well. Yep. I don't know about that, but we'll cross that bridge when we get there, I guess. Absolutely. Um so I guess you will start at the top of Raw? Yeah, I think that sounds good. With good the big idea. return, John Cena came home for Christmas. Oh God. He sure did. Yeah, and he got interrupted by Elias, of course. What did you think about the way this whole segment unfolded? Um, I think, I, well, I honestly thought he was just going to announce that he was in the Rumble. I, I feel like he was. was. Wrestle. I feel like that's probably the announcement that got interrupted by Elias. Yeah, sure. I mean, he was sticking to a bunch of corny holiday stuff. but um. Yeah, he sure was. So I, I, guess, I guess he still can announce that, although I'm not sure he'll do it in person, maybe on the Twitter account. Yeah. Um, I don't think he's going to be there again next week or maybe not even anytime soon for that case. Yeah, probably maybe not in the meantime. But, I mean, I, you know, I was watching with my cousin and, you know, we both agreed that it was a pretty uh, interesting spot for Elias to be in. I mean, I give him credit and WWE credit for, you know, attempting to make us believe that Elias would beat John Cena. <laughs> you know? That's or funny. Or at least putting Elias in that position to, you know, I mean, it was a typical longer than needed John Cena match where he gets destroyed for all of it and gets up and hits one move and it's over. Yep. As we all knew, um, I feel like what happened. But, but Elias did a good job. I liked the promo part. I think they played off of each other well. Um, Here's Elias the thing. putting his fingers up to John Cena's lips, I thought, with a clever, you know, little touch. Yeah. Did John Cena kind of underreact to that, the character, did you feel like? Uh, I definitely think it wasn't, like books to happen yeah i think that elias ran with it and so john um, cena just didn't really go off the cuff from what they were gonna go with yeah and like we know that he can based on you know the comedy movies he's been in so when i was watching it, i was like oh this is kind of like right up his alley and then he i don't know if he was annoyed by it but i also don't think that he kind of gave it gave it what he could have i think him and elias have very different different characters and definitely definitely than it was yeah, it was a funny uh, culmination of they were kind of going back and forth for a second, like cutting each other off, I guess. Yeah. Like rapid fire. Um, 
I, I guess John Cena's above reproach, but I really felt like he kind of came off a little dumb how he just was singing along with Elias, you know? I was like, it just, because, you know, obviously when, when Elias obviously stopped playing and hit him, I, for one, wasn't surprised at all. And I was like, well, why was I not surprised? But John Cena seems to have been caught off guard. Maybe it's just because I watch the product every week. Does he not watch the product? Well, we get into that discussion again, like many of the wrestlers. <laughs> apparently, they, apparently yeah. they don't, um, because why else would John Cena not understand that? Um, yeah, nobody likes nobody likes his singing. Oh my God! Well, it's it's not so, good singing, just techn- from a technical standpoint. Right. Um, I also don't understand why one punch took John Cena out as if it was like a sledgehammer to the to the cranium. Yeah, he's got he's apparently got a couple cinder blocks for. Uh... I mean, like, yeah, I mean, he he was like out with one punch. Yeah, yeah. No, Cena really so, sold that one punch. I don't know why he doesn't finish matches with that Elias. Yeah, but um, <laughs> I mean, you know, they wanted to market their whole hour commercial free. That's and right. They, yeah, they put us through this. Not that it was a bad. <laughs> That's match, one way to put it. Way too long. It was just way too long. Yeah, did not need to be that long. It clocked in like seventeen, eighteen minutes. It could have been like twelve. Yeah. You're right, though. They were definitely trying to fill that extra time that they didn't have with commercials. Yeah, which, I mean, they've been doing with the wrestling in general, but and maybe because commercials break it up, it doesn't feel as long. Yeah. But, yeah, that's you know, right. it was a pretty long match. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I forgot you've been observing the more wrestling trend. The wrestling's yeah. tre- trending upwards. On a wrestling product. Re- absolutely revolutionary. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's been it's definitely been pretty stellar lately. Um, but yeah, so I guess moving on, obviously John Cena won against Elias. I, I like that uh, WWE stands for Walk With Elias. <laughs> yes. That was good. That, yeah, yeah. Like, he is clever when he wants to be. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I feel like he could put that on his shirt. And then I think right after this, we had the whining son. Oh, my God. The father and Seth Rollins and... Yeah, well, it seemed like Angle called both of them to the office to ultimately do the tag title match. But, well, what, yeah. but what did Jason Jordan deserve to get a tag team title match is my, is my question. Yeah, he doesn't. In fact, he came in talking about Samoa Joe. He said he's been being patient. He literally has been asking about this match every week, first of all. Second of all, you must, I'm sure you were thinking the same thing. You lost a match to Seth. Why didn't Seth Rollins just say, whoa? We had a match last week to see which one of us gets Joe. I want it. I get Joe. You know, I was already right. booked in the match against Joe to begin with, so I don't even, you know. That absolutely would have made sense. I don't understand why. I mean, I like that Samoa Joe is still the figure of the, everyone's attention, but I don't understand why. Yeah. Yeah, it, 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 yeah, I don't know what. It has to be to make us hate Jason Jordan. I can't think of another reason. Yeah, but then again, he's wrestling. He's still wrestling like a face. Oh, it's so strange. It really is. I don't even understand. So, I mean, but, so they book a match. Right. He books the tag title match. The main event. And, then, and then Jordan and uh, Rollins leave, and he turns around, and Reigns is there. And he tells Reigns right. that Joe is all his. Because I guess this is, now we know, well, I guess from last week, we know that Ambrose is out apparently nine months, according to Michael Cole. Yeah. That, that sucks. That is a long time. Yeah. Not, not what they said on the dirt sheets. You guys were wrong. Huh. Yeah, well, they can't Very always wrong. be trusted, right? Yeah, not in that case. What were they saying? I, I I hadn't heard anything definitive before that. They they were saying two to three months. Oh, wow. 
Yeah, that's substantially different, obviously. So that totally screws up the uh, the whole shield thing, obviously. Yeah, that's done. That's finished. Yeah. Uh, unless, well, you know, based on what we'll talk about in the main event, maybe we'll have a new shield. I don't know. I mean, at this point. Oh, my God. Dude, Rollins said it. Rollins said it earlier in the night. Jordan will never be Ambrose. He literally said that. So I, I, I don't know about well, your. Uh, I agree. I don't know about your shield idea, Psycho. You got what you wanted. <laughs> yeah, I, I would absolutely hate if that happened. Although they've been doing honorary members, so who knows? Yeah. At this point. Oh, I was gonna say, fuck! I was gonna say about Cena and Elias that John Cena kind of. He put over Elias. He used the, uh, you know, a play out of the Triple H handbook to put over Elias. <laughs> in, what do you mean? In, in what way? Like Triple H and uh, Jinder in India. Like he, like he beat him, but just like just Elias just being in the match with Cena was like enough. I probably should have just let it go. I shouldn't have said anything. Well, I think it was a big deal for Elias in general. I don't know where they go with him from here, but I think that you know losing well, to John Cena isn't a negative thing. Yeah, but it's not a positive thing. It's like the same same argument that uh, Rollins and everyone's been rightfully making to Jason Jordan is that hanging with the top stars on Raw isn't beating the top stars on Raw. Yeah, but at least Elias isn't like complaining that he's not getting title matches that Jason Jordan is. Oh he's no, I'm not. I'm not. They're not the same. They're definitely not the same. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> yeah, he's just kind of he's just kind of there. Yeah. Maybe um, they'll build him up to be a mid card uh, champion one day. I think he could rightfully be one right now. You're talking about Elias, obviously. Yeah. Because Jordan Definitely. is technically a mid-card champion right now. Oh, God. <laughs> Spoiler um, alert. Well, I, you gotta be kidding me. How? I don't know. What, when Roman and Samoa Joe went on at like 10 o'clock, I was like, what is happening? I didn't even... I was watching a very abbreviated version of it. We were fast-forwarding. Distracted momentarily. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, and I had no idea. It was a championship match. I just thought they were... I'm like, why would it be in the main event? And then when I saw taking championship, I was like, "What? When did that happen?" Oh, so you didn't? You hadn't heard the announcement earlier? No, I guess he just throwed it to the part where he actually named it a title match. But you've since rewatched it. Well, then when they when the match was about to go on before commercial, it oh. said taking championship. Oh right, and right, I was right. Like, I understood why it was the main event, but I mean, I even still would have put Joe and Roman in the main event. I think it's weird that they weren't. Even the way even that it if, ended, though? Even if there was a title change, I don't really know. I mean, I don't think Jason Jordan is over enough one way or another to end a show like that, whereas so you, Roman and Joe, I mean, that beating was pretty intense. Well, I think they, they ended the show off the surprise of, of Rollins and Jason Angle, as I'm now calling him, winning the tag titles. Yeah, I mean, I think I kind of saw it coming. Did you? Uh, yeah, I definitely... There was... Things about the match that telegraphed it, they definitely tried to throw us off by having uh, Jordan be absent from the corner for a minute there. Yeah, I mean, it was a good match. Don't get me wrong. Oh, yeah, it is. I mean, it's four really, you know, talented, talented workers. Um, um, so where do you think this is going? I feel like, at the very least, Rollins has bought himself a one-way ticket to get thrown out of the Rumble by Jordan. Well, I... The fact that they want to keep them, they want to, I mean, I'm mad as well. I think this would have been a perfect opportunity not to put Seth with Lesnar because that's, the match is ready and down, but I do think that Seth should have just entered the Rumble and start becoming like a single main event level guy again because that's what he fucking is. Not so like you, a mentor to Jason Jordan, which the commentary team is trying to pass off as what's happening. Seth Rollins is like his mentor. Really? You got that? 
I didn't really yeah. get that watching the match Monday. Yeah, a lot of a lot of people did. That's kind of the role that he's assuming. Oh man, that's not good. And um, conjecture is that they still wanted the revival to be the ones to take the titles off of. Uh, like, what this makes me believe that Ambrose and Rollins would have gotten the championships back, and yeah. the revival would have probably beaten them for them. And now the revival can still beat them for it. It's just not Ambrose and Rollins. It's Jason Jordan and Rollins. Right. Right. Um, I oh, don't so know if that'll happen at the Royal going. Rumble. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I don't think they would um, put it on James and Cesaro again. So yeah, I and you don't think, think Rollins and Jordan is a long-term thing? No, I don't think so. I mean, he, he, even if it even if it does last for WrestleMania, which I really hope it doesn't. Right, it's not going to go beyond that. that. Like, you still have a Sheamus and Cesaro rematch. And I think that the Revival matches can probably last two or three months. So I think that they'll still be the ones to eventually get the title, the Revival. Hopefully, yeah. I guess before WrestleMania and then get some fresh uh, teams in there for a tag title match at Mania. But I do hate that this is the same. That's for sure. Yeah, it's interesting. I'm, I'm curious to see where it goes, you know? Because Jordan yeah, was like paying back Angle and now they have the tag titles. So I'm sure Angle's going to have something to say about that. And maybe, and uh, think, you know, if there is uh, going to continue to be favoritism on the part of Angle to Jordan, maybe Seth will start to reap the benefits of that and, you know, see how they play with that. What were you going to say? Well, I just, I think that there's an easy story to tell when Ambrose gets back to set him up as being heel. With Rollins kind of moving on very quickly to a new... I had the same thought. ...partner and a new partner who's a champion with him. Yeah. Where did he come from? Moving on to a new um, partner and just winning the titles right away like Dean... Yeah. Like he doesn't even miss Dean. Even if Seth said what he said, that he'll never be Dean, I can still see that being a thing. Yeah, no, totally. And that'll be, I mean, but that's a ways away. Well, uh, Obviously, yeah. apparently. It's true. Um, we're probably better off talking about the IC title as well. I was confused that, well, I just, I just told you that I think that Joe and Reigns could have made an event. Um, yeah. Oh, easily. They could always make an event. Yeah, and I think this must be a Royal Rumble thing. Yeah, that's, them, right? that was my thought, yeah. They roll it over to, um, rum, to Rumble. There was a lot of arm work being done. I don't know if you noticed that. Like, both of their arms seem to be a focal point of the match. Yeah, and uh, so yeah, the commentary it. was saying arm for an arm. Like, Reigns was attacking Joe's to kind of pay it back. Yeah, do you say some people online think that that was very heavy-handed and that could be, like, some sort of stipulation. But I don't know what kind of match they have in mind yeah i don't know like a submission match i mean Reigns doesn't really have a, have a submission um or maybe an i quit match which is like a submission match i'm really craving a good old-fashioned last man standing match between someone this would be a good piece to do it with yeah you have been talking about that a lot lately come to think of it <laughs> yeah i mean i think it would have worked well in other in other feuds very well but i yeah. think it can work here too um because what was it a count out or a disqualification that was a disqualification because Reigns wouldn't get off of Joe. He just kept attacking him in the corner. And he, well, he also kind of pushed the referee, which I thought was a That's weird right. Reason. I actually read a story online that he was fined $5,000 for that, which I guess is a kayfabe thing. Well, I said it to my cousin when it happened. I'm like, why are they booking him to do that? He's a babyface, and he should get, like, fined for it, like everyone else does. Yeah, well, someone's listening. You but did. I, didn't, I didn't read that on WWE.com, though. Don't the dirt cheats talk in terms of like real life speak, not kayfabe? Yeah, they usually do. Do you want me to try to find it? I definitely read it like 
Tuesday yeah, afternoon. I feel, I, feel like like like. I feel like the WWE.com app or news would probably happen if it really did happen. I mean, I feel like that article's trying to say that he, it wasn't supposed to happen. Yeah. Okay. And like he, he got fined for real. Oh yeah. Let me. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good call. Um. Just keep talking about the IC title match. Do you have more to say about it? While I look for um, it, I mean. I mean, I mean, I thought the match was probably the worst that they've had together. It was very boring for me, at least. Um, yeah, it was kind of uneventful. It was very, it was very long, plotting, uh, not a lot of near falls or big moments. Yeah. Um, I wasn't even fully understanding why Roman did what he did to Joe until I guess I realized that, in general, Joe has been a thorn in the side for the past few weeks. Yeah, especially coming off. With a little redundant. Yeah, well, they did have an interview before the match uh, with Reigns where he did say that tonight was about Ambrose getting retribution for Ambrose, and they also, yeah, they replayed the video where uh, Joe attacked him last month on the on the ramp. True. Yeah, so, I mean, I think it'll lead to the Rumble. I mean, I have to imagine they both have to be in the Rumble, or at yeah. least Roman will be. So, I have, I think I have my Rumble card done. Uh, let me see if I can pull it up here. Um, oh, you have a whole Rumble card? I had a couple ideas I wanted to have. Yeah, well, just because between the two Rumble matches, there's not a lot that they can do. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, have, yeah as of um, now, I mean. I have the Women's Royal Rumble opening, then I have Enzo versus Cedric for the Cruiserweight, the Usos versus the Bludgeon Brothers for the SmackDown tag, Brett White versus Matt Hardy, uh, the Universal Championship match, the WWE Championship match, and the Men's Royal Rumble. That's seven matches. So what's your Rumble card? Oh, you're saying, like, your prediction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just read the match. No, I know, but, like... Are is... you asking, like, the Rumble winner? Well, I was asking, like, uh, just, like, say the matches, like, like this guy versus this guy. Well, the Women's Rumble, Enzo versus Cedric for the Cruiserweight Championship, the Uso versus Bludgeon Brothers from SmackDown, Wyatt and Hardy... Oh, Uso versus the... Bludgeon Brothers? Yeah, I just said that. Did you mic go out? No, no, no. Read, I'm sorry. I'm, I am read the, the wrestle. Yeah, I just, I, for whatever reason, like, I thought you were just uh, saying, like, the number of matches for the Rumble. I, I've, I'm i I'm looking for this. Uh, I'm looking to see oh. about this thing that I apparently fucking made up. Because I don't. <laughs> oh. Roman Reigns comments on his 5K WWE fine. Okay. There we go. Is it, is it current? Uh. Yeah, the article was December 26, 2017. It said Roman Reigns posted the following on Twitter, commenting on his $5,000 fine from WWE for pushing a referee on Raw last night. There's a picture of his Twitter. It says, worth every penny, no time to worry. Tonight I'm in NYC at MSG. Oh, yeah, he fought John Cena. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Yeah. It was going to be John Cena versus Samoa Joe, and they changed it to John Cena versus Roman Reigns. Damn, Joe, they keep taking that match from Joe, I feel like. Yeah, they do. <laughs> and that would have been the, a sick uh, MSG the, match. For, for the, the Rumble, I, ha- I had before SmackDown, Randy Orton versus AJ Styles for the WWE Championship, but I think that they're probably going towards AJ and Kevin. You think? Because I, I was, yeah, I was thinking, well, I, I, I guess. they don't. Or AJ versus after. Sammy, but I guess based off of uh, what happened on SmackDown, I could see why you're saying that. I think it should have been Sammy. Personally, I think totally. that a fresh match. Yeah. I don't even think it's been done yet. And a good match, yeah. I, not that I can recall um, on WWE. So, yeah, I um, 
well, we'll talk about SmackDown. Yeah. But, um, so yeah, so Roman was fine from that. Um, so I guess WWE.com did post something about it and he tweeted about it. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Okay. Um, so do you think that it's also going to be a match at the Rumble? Do you think Joe will win? Do you think Roman will win? I, yeah, I guess. Uh, I kind of got it in my head when, when Roman won the IC title that I could see him carrying it to Mania if he's going to wrestle Lesnar. I could see that being an IC champion versus Universal champion. You know, um, so I don't know if I'm biased because I got that in my head. On the other hand, I'd obviously love for Joe to win the IC title and have a sick IC title feud going into WrestleMania leading up to a one-on-one match there. But I, um, it's a good question. I literally just was answering your question. I, 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 the IC title feud for Joe just came off the top of my head. And now I'm trying to think who on Raw hasn't he really feuded with? That, I guess, is a face. Um, well... That would be good. Finn Balor one was kind of short. Seth Rollins was kind of short. Yeah. Um, you can bring up, like, an Aleister Black. Oh, maybe yeah. After maybe after WrestleMania, that would be a good match. Yeah, definitely. That could be good. Um, do you see them both being in, in the Rumble if they do have a match at the Rumble? Uh... Yeah, I think I see them both definitely being in the Rumble. You? Um, I wouldn't be... I mean, I think they definitely should be. They're not going to pass up Roman being in the same Rumble match that he was booed out of a few years ago. That's for sure. Oh, it's the same... It's uh, Philly? Same exact. Philly, same venue. That's right. But at the same time, I can't imagine them not putting Joe in it either. So maybe they don't have a match. Because I don't know where they would fit on the card. Yeah. If... if the layout I have, even if it's not the right people, I think you have to have a WWE Championship match. Um, the women Definitely. apparently are not... The women, because, I mean, we can uh, move on and talk about the women who, sure. by the way, Alexa, Alexa Bliss salvage, helped salvage what Stephanie McMahon did last week. Although you and I have... You don't have... I don't have as strong of an opinion as you do on how the segment went down last week. I understand yeah. yours and other people's complaints with it. And I do think that it could have been... Handle a little bit differently, but overall, I, I like it more than most. But I do yeah. like how Alexa Bliss helped shift it back onto her. And, you know, where Charlotte was talking it up even on SmackDown, Alexa Bliss made it all about her. She healed it up. You want a slapper. She's great, amazing. Definitely. She's the best thing ever. Um, Oscar comes out, which was awesome. I just thought they were going to do Oscar Bliss at the Rumble because Alexa Bliss already was encountered in, in my 19 for the people who were eligible on the main roster. Yeah. And then Oscar would just, Oscar would just be one less person. I'm sure they could find another person. Of course. So I would have done Oscar bliss at the rumble. And then if someone from Raw wins it, they automatically go on, on space Oscar. Instead, it seems like there's going to be no women title, uh, women championship defenses before the rumble. And I'm confused by it. Well, didn't you, I thought you told me that last week. You kind of, somebody, somebody convinced me that there didn't need to be, if there was the women's rumble, that that could be the only women's match at the rumble. And then it would, you know, be understandable, especially time wise. I think think it could be the only match, but a, the men defend both of their championships, a and B, there's still another pay-per-view before, before WrestleMania after the rumble for both friends. So I just, I think it's weird. And, and, they pick and choose when to throw around the whole 30-day defense thing, and I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I don't mind if there's not, but I think Alexa Bliss's last title defense was against Mickey James in 
the end of November, and then that means that she wouldn't have another one until April. I mean, it's kind of weird. You could always do it on TV in the meantime, you know? Well, that's what I'm saying. You can, but I feel like they're almost not even making it seem like there will be if we're already talking about WrestleMania. Yeah. I mean, and you also... are just confident. You have the pay-per-view in between, too, in between the Rumble and WrestleMania. Well, right, exactly. That's why I think that there has to be even more. But the way that both Charlotte and Alexa are framing it, like even Naomi's coming out and saying she's going to be in the Royal Rumble, well, why not just ask for a title match now? I mean, I understand winning the first Women's Rumble is great. Yeah, that's how they're trying to frame it, is that everyone wants to be a part of the historical aspect. I mean, listen, I'd love if Alexa is in WrestleMania, because I'm afraid that with Rousey came, that that would push her out of it. Yeah. So, yeah, um, well, I heard that Ronda Rousey is, because I know that that was one of your big things for the Women's Rumble. I had heard, heard that Ronda Rousey was going to be filming yeah. a movie. Yeah, I And read that would put her at, like, out of the country, like, straight through the Rumble. I guess you heard that? Yeah, I read that as well. Um, I don't know if they had accurate information on that, because I feel like the shooting schedule would have to come directly from the movie studio making the movie. Right. But... Yeah, I and that mean, could have been know. put out I, to I, mislead people too, because she has been. Right. We know she has been training, obviously, for a while to uh, make the crossover. Yeah, I, I would be pretty shocked if she isn't there in some capacity. Because where else do you put her out? Like where, like on a random RAW? You know what I mean? Like I feel like you would need a big stage to. Well, yeah, unless you decided to hold off on her for whatever reason, or if she's decided to hold off, or you know, unless something's changed. I guess yeah. Rumble would be the obvious place, especially if you have uh, WrestleMania cited a, a, for a debut for her. Not a debut, but like a first big match, I guess. First big advertised match. Right. And yeah, I feel like you should have a pretty decent amount of build-up to that, and the Rumble would give an appropriate amount of time. So, I don't know. Yeah, and it would definitely I, do I something so. to uh, to uh, contribute to the big feel of the first Women's Rumble, obviously. Absolutely. Although... One thing that I wanted to talk about last week and I'll bring up now is that it's, you know, could you imagine opening the Women's Rumble with a debut, opening the Rumble pay-per-view with a Women's Rumble, the first ever, and then if Rousey were to win it, you have an entire broadcast after that. Like, I almost feel like I would put that in the main event if that happened. That's, I I don't know, man. Um, I was definitely picturing the uh, Women's Rumble lower on the card than the men's for obvious reasons. Well, Um, yeah, but if, Rousey is there, it would justify putting it in that final slot. Yeah, so in other words, you think the two Rumble matches are going to bookend the pay-per-view, is what you're saying? Yeah, I mean, not, not that they have to, but I just think it would make sense to, based on, like, sitting through that match. Yeah, no. Between it. The way that they typically do it, too, when they have, like, a titular match like that. You yeah. know, when they have two, they, they do tend often to open and close the event with that. Right. Yeah, no. Exactly. Could happen. I mean, I, I I don't know so much about the women's match main eventing, but anything's possible, I guess, especially if Rousey's involved. Yeah, I think it would definitely warrant it if that were the case. Yeah, yeah. You don't think it would telegraph that something huge was, like, had to happen? No, because they're already making it seem like a really big deal. They've already integrated it into the commercials and the promo, and I think that... Yeah, but it's already... Them, they- would probably already pat themselves on the back for a main eventing and announce that it's main eventing before it happens as well. Yeah, if yeah, they, that's if true. They wanted to. If that's they true. Wanted to, they could do that. I just think they're patting themselves on the back so much just for having the first women's rumble match that they're not even thinking, you know, 
about also main eventing, but I kind of felt the same way about the first women's Hell in the Cell match, and, you know, that obviously main evented. Yeah, exactly. It's, yeah, a similar thing, and I kind of a- advocated for at least talking about a main eventing as well, and it just kind of happens to main event. So, uh, yeah, they could do either way. I just think it'd be kind of a hard act to follow for Ron- Ronda to yeah. win the first ever women's Rumble and then have an entire broadcast after that. Yeah, that's true. But, but She's also would, never wrestled be on that stage good. before, so you know that could that could nerves wise for Ronda. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, but it, it's the kind of match where you, you, it's less wrestling and more brawling and throwing someone over the top rope. So I think that she'd be okay in that environment. But I also don't know how she's progressing in the ring. This is true. Nor do I. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, I guess we'll see. We'll see what happens in that department. That's a that definitely a bold call, though. Yeah, and uh, Paige is apparently injured. I think. Yeah, this is um, brand new news like, because this happened on a live event uh, tour since Raw, apparently, right? Tonight it happened, yeah, in Union, uh, Uniondale, New York. Yeah, we're recording on a Wednesday. Right. I guess Wednesday, Wednesday the 27th, yeah. Wednesday the 27th. It's a shoulder injury. Apparently, Paige got up and left, but the match was stopped, and uh, that would just fucking blow. If she was out a substantial amount of time, you mean? I mean, that would fuck up. Raw, Absolution, Paige's career. I mean, that would doubt it. I don't even know what you would do. You think the group would have to uh, be absent from Raw if Paige were gone? Because I suggested to you all fair the idea that if it's like a, a shoulder injury, you said, right? Uh, allegedly, yeah. So if it's at least an upper body injury, it's safe to assume because she walked out on her own accord. So, you know, she could maybe stick around in a management type role for the other two girls in Absolution. I mean, at least, again, hopefully it's not that serious. Yeah, I mean, her not competing in the first Rumble when she got scrutinized for, for the reaction she had, that would fucking be terrible. Yeah, but, well, I, you know, I, 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 was I she singled out for that, for the scrutiny? By Wade Keller, she was. Well. And Wade Keller's opinions stand here, and I will shut them down when need be. <laughs> I'm like, sure he, that's anybody who listens to this show already knows. You're not shy about that. Um, but Oh, and then the segment between Enzo and Nia Jax, I thought as much as I've been hitting the storyline, I thought that was done and directed beautifully, that entire segment. The whole mistletoe from thing? Like, from like a writing standpoint, creative standpoint. I mean, my cousin and I were watching it, the reaction from the audience. It was a very, very well-done segment, I have to say. Yeah. Yeah, no, Just definitely. The way they all pulled it off. Speaking of that, I actually, I don't even know, maybe this, maybe that in part contributed to this. But my thought for the Rumble was, I thought it would be cool. They're teasing, you know, they started obviously teasing Asuka and Alexa. Like, Asuka maybe winning the first Women's Rumble since they had her come out and confront Alexa when she was talking about the Rumble. Right. I thought it'd be cool if maybe Asuka wins, Alexa comes out to confront her, and from out of nowhere, Charlotte just blindsides Asuka and attacks her, and then, you know, cuts a promo the following Tuesday about how she just... She wants to face Asuka, and she doesn't care. Uh, and, you know, something that kind of uh, maybe, like, walks back even a heel turn. Like, I'm not even meaning for her to turn heel. She says, you know, you could cheer for whoever you want. I want to see who the best is in WWE, something like that. And then, because this way, I also feel like you've set up, I, I think, for Raw, you go with Alexa versus Nia. So you tell a completely different story for that title at WrestleMania than, you know, Asuka versus Charlotte would obviously be more like a pure wrestling standpoint type type match. But that was just, I don't know, it was a random fleeting thought I had this week. Any comments on that? 
Um, I think they'll hold up on Oscar and Charlotte for as long as they can, especially if they have the, the, the ability of them being on different brands right now. No, yeah, totally. They almost certainly will. Um, and I don't even I think, think they want to muddy the water with the brands, but yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, so I, I think it'd be interesting. I mean, I don't, I think that, you know, you could consider that the first step in an IL execute it's because Alexa interfered in that segment with the, the uh, mistletoe and Enzo and Aya. Yeah, and they've um, already kind of been teasing, you know, I mean, they've kind of been doing it weirdly, but they've already had a thing going for a while, Nia and Alexa, how they're friends, but, you know, uh, Nia's even turned on Alexa and they didn't really follow up on it. They've had a, a be, rocky road, but like a story together somewhat. Yeah, but then you'd be assuming that Ronda Rousey and that Ronda Rousey is going to be and not at WrestleMania and that Paige would have been actually injured in this WrestleMania with that. Because oh, yeah, I guess I am. Other women. Yeah, I guess I am. But if that were the case, that they that at least we know that they have options. Yeah. yeah my, I don't I know think, if they know that. I think my original thought with that was including Charlotte and Alexa at the Rumble, even though they're not in the match, presupposing like we were that there isn't any other women's, like a women's title match on the Rumble. You know, just a way to put them on the card and keep them in people's minds in one of the big four or five events. Wait, so what would they do at, at the Rumble? No, just Alexa that. Just show up after the match. Uh, Alexa, oh, okay. Alexa confronting Asuka and then Charlotte. That would be a red herring for Charlotte attacking Asuka. But yeah, gotcha, I guess... Gotcha. I guess there's a lot going on there. Um, but I like unpredictability, so that's where a lot of my ideas come from to what they should do. I, I, I agree. Um, is there anything else pertinent? Oh, uh, Woken Hardy, is, Woken Matt Hardy, is, it was in the flesh. Yeah, he sure was. I thought that was a really great segment, very short. Um, I don't like the bumper they gave him. The character bumper has to go away. I know you I don't said think that it's it, necessary it every character. time. It's not, and they're tr- it's like literally Bray Wyatt thing. Yeah. So why I don't know why they unless unless the thought is that like Matt Hardy's doing it, maybe, but I don't know how that would be if he's in the ring. I don't know. But, yeah. Uh, My one. Uh, I mean, it, it, it was a good segment. The fans were cheering for where where way after it was done. Yeah, yeah. I just I think the laughing, the weird laughing, may have gone on just a, a touch too long for my my liking. Um, did you hear about the, uh, apparently he has a piano entrance theme that they debuted on the live event tour this week? No, but I did say last week that I knew that he was getting one. Yeah. Well, I didn't know that it but would I be, did. it sounds like it's very similar to the one that he had had outside WWE. I didn't know well, that you it you heard would, it? No, 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 no. I just mean what I heard about it. Like, it sounds like the same exact kind of thing, just a solo piano playing classical music, very different from what you would typically expect any wrestler to ever come out to. Well, I feel like if that actually debuted, there would be videos of it all over the internet, just like there were when the fucking Bludgeon Brothers debuted their fucking new look. So Are you going to make me look this up? Because I, I feel like I, there was a video. I was tried watching it, but for whatever reason, my phone wasn't playing Well, I mean, before. I can look it up on my own. To, I, I'm, I'm going to when we, when we finish this, because I'm interested. I'm, I just feel as though I've been on the police report, which compiles all the dirt sheets, and I haven't seen anything like that. It surprised me. Yeah. I'm not saying you're lying. I just thought that that'd be a big deal for, you know, dirt sheets to want to circulate. Yeah, well, you see how well that worked out for you as relates to Roman Reigns' fine, so. This is true. <laughs> this is true. Um, but yeah, um, the other thing on Raw really was uh, the way they're framing the Universal title match, which I guess is no surprise, the monster versus machine versus beast. Um, anything to right. say about that feud for the week? I mean, not much, not much really happened. 
there. No, I, mean, I thought I thought I thought Kane looked uh, a little better this week in a squash in a squash environment. Yeah, he looked okay, but he's um, still Kane. I mean, you know. Well, I'm well. Yeah, certainly. Huh. I'm, it's just that I think that it was a good idea for them to put them both. And I think there were way too many squash matches. I don't even know what's happening with Finn Balor still. Um, yeah, he's basically in limbo. He's in like an upper mid card limbo, I guess. Maybe maybe yeah, even Brock saying will, upper mid card is like optimistic. Yeah, I mean Brock will be back next week. We know. That's right. That's right. Um, Brock don't work on Christmas. I'll tell you that much. Oh, uh, he does not. Not even um, for three minutes like he did last week. I would love if they put the title on Strowman and Sword the Soul. I was talking to my cousin about that while we were watching Raw. Really? He asked me if they would. Yeah, he asked me if they would, and I said I. I don't. I, I wouldn't write it off. I don't think it's going to happen, but I wouldn't. I it's mean, it, it's obviously going to be Strowman, not Kane. I know that for a fact. <laughs> um, but Fine. I'll give. I'll give. Though. Yeah, I'll give Strowman one percent odds to Kane's zero percent odds, and Lesnar's ninety nine percent. Unless if I'm really wishful booking shit here, then I'd have Strowman not get pinned. Have Strowman win the Rumble. You have Strowman and Lesnar have some sort of a. Hell in a Cell, Last Man Standing, if you will, since we all know I'm salivating for that. And then maybe you have Batista, who has been in the rounds lately in the news in the dirt sheets, uh, challenge Roman Reigns for the IC title. Wow! So the the Strowman Lesnar Hell in a Cell is at WrestleMania too. Yeah, I would put Strowman and Lesnar in the WrestleMania main event, probably. Well, no, I put I put Styles and Nakamura in the main event, but I would make that be the championship match. Yeah. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Yeah, that would certainly be something. Happen. No, it's not going to it's not going to happen. How many would you, how many uh how many F5s would you would you make it take for Lesnar to beat Strowman in the Hell in a Cell at Mania just out of curiosity? Three. <laughs> Three, okay. Okay, Three. that's so that's yeah. so everybody's improving. That's a step up for Strowman even. Three, but only two get get, get near falls. Well, no. One would get a near fall. The other one wouldn't be in the ring, and then the third would get the fall. Oh well, I'd have Strowman win the match, though. Oh wow! Yeah, I'd have Strowman win. So you'd have Strowman withstand three F fives and win. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So in your scenario, yeah. we've forgotten about Roman Reigns, and we're going with Strowman. We're putting all our chips in Strowman. Is that right? We are, and then I maybe would even wouldn't mind Brock retiring if it means that we don't have to see Brock and Roman ever again. Wow. Because as long as Brock Just is Just to bury the possibility to make it definitive. Yeah, as long as Brock is under contract, Vince will want the match to happen. Yeah. Um, Shit. But I would like to see Brock and, and uh, Batista, I have to say, if Batista does come back. He's looking at like a, I could I think a six, month, six month or a year long run, and that would be pretty cool. Really? See, I haven't heard that. Yeah, he said that he doesn't want to do like a whole like rumble one one match kind of thing. He wants to do like a six month to one year arc where he, I mean, he wants to fit. He wants to have Triple H in his final match. That's what I heard. Yeah, um, I did hear that, but I didn't hear it was anything on the horizon. I mean, with as much as it's been talking about, apparently people look at his, his movie schedule. He doesn't have much happening in the next year, so I wouldn't be surprised if he's in the rumble this year. I don't know if Vince is going to agree to signing him for a, a long contract like he wants. But apparently he thinks he can go at that level. So wow, that would be awesome. I see. I always thought they kind of fucked up his last run. I mean, I, obviously that's not a oh, that's not a hot take or anything. Yeah, that's not a hot take or anything. Obviously, but 
Um, just, the, you know, from the get-go, they had him, uh, he was apparently supposed to be a face, but they literally, they had him come in, come out, and his first official act on Raw, his first night back, was to hug the two biggest heels in the company, Stephanie and Triple H, which just, Yeah, that was wild. And that, obviously that was amidst the whole Daniel Bryan thing that was ultimately unignorable that was also going on. But, um, yeah, that was crazy. And that was all before Guardians came out. After Guardians came out, Guardians was such a huge hit. I feel like he would have been welcomed back by the fans with open arms because of the crossover oh, yeah. appeal, like, any time since the first Guardians came out. And especially, you know, any time in the near future, at least. Infinity oh, Wars totally. coming out this year, he's going to be in that. That would really be something. Could be something. Totally agree. Totally agree. So, but, yeah. So. Is there anything else on Raw? Um, I really don't think so. Nothing worth mentioning. There was the uh, miracle on um, what should have been the miracle on two of Fifth Street, but they didn't. They weren't clever enough, and that's not really worth discussing in my book. So no, I think we're good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh well, I mean, I, I do have to say that I was surprised that Hideo um, Itami got such a muted reaction. Yes, yeah, still, still, and also that apparently he allegedly heard. Brian Kendrick on the GTS. Yeah, no, he injured Kendrick. Apparently, I think he broke his jaw. And did and you hear that on Two Hundred Five Live? He was using yeah. a, um, what's it called? The mission. Yeah, he was using a varied version of uh, Neville's Rings of Saturn. Apparently, like a different, a tweaked version. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they uh, uh, banned it. Banned the GTS. Yeah, I mean, why else not do it the day after you hurt someone, for real? Yeah, well, apparently he had also injured somebody else a little while back with the GTS. Hideo did. So it wasn't just the one. I'm trying to think of who. Oh, uh, one of the Revival. That was how one of the Revival got injured, apparently. Oh, right. Not this last time, but, you know, not too long I ago thought Naka Oh, Nakamura hurt Austin Aries, that's right. Yeah, his eye, that's right. Um, but yeah, so moving on to SmackDown. SmackDown opened with Daniel Bryan in the ring. Talking about uh, Dolph having forfeited the U.S. title and how they're going to have a tournament. Um, my initial thought was, I guess kind of like we learned Shane kind of was thinking later. I was thinking but since Baron Corbin was the former champion, you maybe have a tournament and have the winner of the tournament face Baron Corbin. But on the other hand, I could see, because I, I imagine you know, Dolph Ziggler, we have reason to think, isn't gone for good. So maybe the winner of the tournament is going to be immediately confronted by him, I guess. Maybe that's why they didn't do that with Baron Corbin. What was your thoughts about the tournament announcement and the matches uh, in it that we saw so far on Tuesday? Well, they announced it as an eight-man tournament online, and then it wound up being a four-man tournament, which isn't even really a fucking tournament. Oh, there's that no, was no I assume there was going to be another two matches like next week. No? No, no, no. No, when Jinder Mahal won on the bottom of the screen, it says advances the semifinal. Yeah, exactly. And then the next two matches next week, the winners of those matches will also advance to the semifinals, and then you'll have... Either gender versus rude, or you know, gender and rude respectively, versus the two winners of the matches next week. Because um, if he advanced to the final, if he was, if it was just going to be gender versus rude, they would say he advanced to the finals. You know. Wouldn't it be the quarterfinals before the semifinals? And a uh, standard not, tournament. Not match? an eight-man tournament. There's only technically this was the quarterfinals because there's only three rounds. Right. There's there's um, four matches, then two matches, then then the finals. No, because when I made my mock-up tournaments and my for the 
the ones that never happened and probably never will happen. It would have been probably. That's still. It yeah. would have been. <laughs> uh, hold on, I have the spell. I think somewhere. Okay. Like, let's say you have um, just for fun, gender. So it was gender and Ty, and then it was Bobby and Baron. It would. Oh, you are right. It would be the final. So who were the other four people? We don't know yet. We don't know yet. We're going to find it. We never saw no, brackets no, well, or anything. Well I'm, well, I'm asking you. Like, who do you think? Okay. Um, that is a good question. Who else is there? I mean, if you figure Mo- that. I, I if you figure that. The, Mojo and Zach. Okay. Yeah, maybe. And I was going to say, if you figure that the New Day and also Rusev Day are pretty much factored out of the tag title situation for the time being, it could theoretically be like Rusev and, you know. Big E. Big E. By the way, that, that tag title triple threat match, not that I was surprised, but that was awesome on SmackDown, the contenders match. And, yeah, uh, it, it, it was really awesome. I, 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 I just, just don't understand why they keep using the same three teams that just lost their opportunity individually. Yeah, well, I they mean, didn't it, lose it individually. They lost in a four-way situation. You know, and they, did you listen to their cases? Aiden English sung his and Rusev's case. Which I thought was pretty well, pretty good. Yeah, and then and then Chad Gable and Benjamin pinned the Usos, so I would be okay with them just getting a match, getting it out of the way, and then leading up to a proper, uh, not a single feud, That's but right, a proper one on one, a one on one feud between Rusev Day and the Usos. And then you have the fucking Bludgeon Brothers. I don't think the Bludgeon Brothers should be on SmackDown because they're going to halt Rusev's push, and Rusev is getting the largest reaction right now. Yeah, do you think they should turn him face? I mean. Crowds pretty I mean, much unanimously seem to love him. Yeah, well, not I, the way not the way he's being booked. Still, he, he and English. No, no, but I made this argument that when he's getting cheered, he's like taking in the adulation from the crowd, whereas a good heel would reject it, like Alexa Bliss did on Raw. Yeah, but they're they're it's like a comedy shtick. Like they're not going for the serious heel appeal right now. No, but I still think a good heel should reject a babyface reaction. No matter what kind of deal they are, okay. Personally, just from yeah, my no, I, perspective, yeah, no, I judge. But, but I think they, and I think that Aiden is getting over by proxy. So why not make a baby faces? Yeah, well, I think Aiden's also talented. Yeah, um, he's all right. <laughs> Rusev's great, though. I definitely want one of those Rusev Day shirts. Me too. So yeah, we're kind of all over the map here. Uh, oh, I give MVP the. Well, maybe MVP of the tag title triple threat contender match uh, to Xavier. Is, I don't know if it's just me lately, or is Xavier like especially a standout from New Day and from the even the tag division. You think he's the single standout? No, no, no. Maybe not the single standout, but just I, I don't know. He seems to be. I feel like he's upped his game a lot lately. Like he, he definitely. You don't think he stood out to you at all in the match on uh, Tuesday night? No, we did, and he definitely stood out with the New Day in general this year. I feel like he was in a lot of the matches, you know, series with the Usos. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Still, but I think that Chad Gable has also proved his worth. Cesaro as well as a tag team wrestler. Oh but I think God. there's a case to be made, dude. That that uh, double German, where it was Gable doing a German to Big E, doing a German to Aiden English. That looked sick. Yeah, that was a brutal looking one. That was a brutal looking one. Uh, it's just so impressive. Gable's the smallest one of those three guys, and he was the one doing most of the work, obviously. Yeah, he's pretty fucking amazing. 
He really is. Yeah, he and he really Xavier. Is. He and Xavier are just really, really awesome. I mean, they're all really good. So I don't even know what I'm saying. I'm, ass- I- I'm assuming they'll have this match before the Rumble. I hope. Oh, you don't think they'll save it and have it at the Rumble then? Because I mean, we, I guess we still have four weeks. Well, I mean, I do have a t- I do have a SmackDown Tag Team Championship match slotted for right. the Rumble, so I guess I yeah, guess you- that they could wait. I don't know if you if this is a feud worth building for another uh, one, two, three, four weeks, but I mean, maybe they can do it. So then, it's probably safe to assume that you don't think uh, Benjables should win the titles. So you and you mentioned earlier you want Bludgeon Brothers to go for the titles at Royal Rumble. So would that be that's well, against the? Well, it's not like it's not like I want it. I mean, it's what I have because I think that's what's logical based on who they're beating in that. If they have Brazongo again next week, it seems that they're going to be Ascension next. I mean, what else do they have but for the championship? Yeah, but and that I doesn't necessarily have to happen the next three weeks, you know. No, it doesn't, but I think that the Usos will in general. I think that the Usos did an interview on WWE.com recently expressing their frustration of not being in key matches that they've never had a WrestleMania match, not on the kickoff show, and how they were very bitter that they were on the SummerSlam kickoff with like no one in the arena. Yeah. So I think that they're probably going to make it a point to put them on the Royal Rumble card. And I don't think personally that I think that they could have a good match, but I don't think that I think that making the Usos a underdog against Dominant Bludgeon Brothers who have been getting a fairly positive reaction for their squash work would make for a more big four pay-per-view match than just Benjamin and Gable versus the Usos. And then what, you give the titles to the Bludgeon Brothers? Um, I don't know, because then you have Rusev and Aiden English hanging around, and I think that you should do something with them. So I don't know. I mean, you could. You could have the authors. I mean, I, I, I wish a book with a uh, situation in which the authors of pain interfere in the match with the Bludgeon Brothers and the Usos, and then you lead That's to a triple right. threat match at WrestleMania. That could be good. Um, I'm definitely liking the well, Bludgeon Brothers whole thing with the slapping, like how, you know, like the, the, yeah, I don't know, the, you seem I feel like to that's be into a, that. A I nuance. wonder what kind of porn you watch because you seem to be into that. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> like you have some personal issues. I mean, everyone has their thing, but no, but no, no. I do. Th- I, I do think it's cool. That is definitely not why I like when Luke Harper does it. For the record, okay, as long as we clear that up. You want a slapper? No, I just I what I what I like is because. He obviously does it to fire Rowan up, but it's like, I don't know, at least when they did it on Tuesday, he did it, and then Rowan just kind of nodded at him, so it's not even like, you know what I mean? It's not like he just winds him up and then just, like, points him in the right direction. It's kind of like Rowan still has his wits about him and still understands that, like, okay, now I'll go use that for the benefit of our team. Well, no, I agree. But, you know, maybe, as always, I'm reading too much into it. No, I, I, when it first happened, I thought it was cool myself. Yeah, so um, you don't think it's cool anymore? Uh, no, I wouldn't say that. It, I guess just the first time I saw it, it was really di- different. I think it it still works now. I think it's so cool. Okay, right. You just weren't I expecting that, it that first time. I, I'm excited to see them in a match with the Usos because I, I, well, they've had matches before, A, just not under the, the Bludgeon Brothers moniker, but we right. know that they can have good matches together. Definitely, definitely. Um, so, I don't know, maybe that's why I want to see it at the Rumble myself. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, do you think that uh, the uh, the whole Ascension Breeze thing? I mean, they're the Ascension are ultimately going to turn on them, right? Um, well, I don't know anymore because I feel like they're already kind of like throwing them to the wolves by like uh, asking or telling them. I don't know how they have the ability to book matches, but they're telling them that they have another match next week. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. 
I think that the extension, I think that it'd be cool if the extension stood up for Brazongo and they can, I, like I said, you should have been building up the extension, not every week in Squatch matches, but you still have the Colognes on the roster doing fucking nothing. And yeah. I think that if you could have put over Ascension now that they're this, you know, they have some character behind them and charisma, that the Bludgeon Brothers and Ascension could have been like a good, you know, kickoff show match or at, at the Rumble. Right. With Breezango um, versus the Bludgeon Brothers acting as a uh, gateway to that feud, I guess. Yeah. Um, so I don't I was, know. I don't know if they're going to turn anymore. Yeah, I, I, we'll see. I, I just read the results. I, I was playing 2K uh, with my brother online Tuesday night, and then I rewatched SmackDown later. Um, but I had read the results in the meantime because, you know, I always like to watch what happens on wrestling, but I always have to know. Um, so I was reading the results, True. and the way it was described when Ascension challenged the Bludgeon Brothers on behalf of Breezango was that, was just like that. It was like, it was like the, the Ascension after the match, you know, saved Breezango and then challenged the Bludgeon Brothers to a match next week. It was like dot, dot, dot against Breezango. You know, so but but then on SmackDown, the way it actually unfolded, it was like the whole time you knew that they were like basically doing it on behalf of Breezango. Whereas I liked where, you know, the way I read it, I thought it they teased the match with Ascension versus Bludgeon and then just said, no, it's actually just, you know, another rematch. Right. Yeah, I think that's what they were going for. But we know that the match is not going to last longer than a fucking minute again. Yeah, no, definitely not. So I think they're just prolonging him at this point. But I don't know. Maybe they have to. What, how do you mean? Oh, you don't think well, you, yeah. like you don't think that they're gonna put the Bludgeon Brothers on such a fast track like you were talking about to the tag titles? Is that what you mean? Well, just if we are getting to uh, the Ascension and the Bludgeon Brothers, I think this whole Brazango thing in the meantime is weird because they've already beaten them within like a minute. So why keep doing it? Yeah, that's why I think you're at least teasing that the Ascension is going to turn on Brazango. You know, by having yeah. so clearly throw them to the wolves. Unless it's a, maybe it's a plan and the Ascension is ultimately going to, you know, get the match thrown out, but come to Brizango's aid and attack the Bludgeon Brothers, which could be interesting. Yeah, no, definitely. I think, that, uh, yeah, I think that there's potential there. I just wish that the Ascension were more of a, of a bigger deal than they are now. Yeah, definitely. Um, so the, the women got 59 seconds this week. <laughs> it's only a two-hour show, horrible. man. Yeah, that yeah, really I mean, is. It, I it, I didn't realize it was that short. I I mean, it was obviously a short match. Really, well, only the a match minute. itself was short. I think there was like a three minute in general between the after the post match brawl, which saw the same thing happen that's been happening with the Riot Squad standing tall. Even yeah. though last week they lost, so well they didn't I don't finish the segment standing tall. Remember, they got ran off by Natty, who, by the way, I guess is just still here and also not an Uber heel since she was running off the Riot Squad? Her music got a pop? Yeah, I mean, she was with a few heels, Carmella still a heel on it. I mean, I think they're all heels, but I didn't get why she was there after the speech she gave. Yeah. Like, well, champion. Yeah. And in that and capacity, to have her music it. be the one that, that's hit in that situation after Riot Squad has just beat down, like, the two, two of the top face women. Yeah, I don't know why they would just have that out with no explanation. Yeah. Yeah. Or at least like a promo or an interview afterwards or something. Like, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I guess maybe they had a plan for Natalia, which is why they had her say what she said at Clash of Champions. And maybe it's since been dropped, is my best guess, just based on Tuesday. Yeah, I mean, that's, I guess that's possible. Um, I, like and I guess what we they want to, they, they make it want to seem like that the SmackDown women are on like a united front, I suppose now. But, 
I don't know. It, it is a little strange. No, definitely. And then... Oh, we had... Do you want to Charlotte. talk about the... Oh, Charlotte. Yeah, Charlotte came out. And Naomi came out. Or well, well, Charlotte no. came out. Naomi, Naomi was in the match. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Naomi was in the match and got beaten in less than a minute. Right, right. Then Charlotte came um, out. She got beat down too, right? Yep. And then Riot Squad was basically just celebrating the ring when the heels came out. Ran them out of the ring, they were leaving, and then the heels just said, fuck it, and attacked them on the ramp. Right. So, so I don't know. Um, I guess it's hard to tell with the whole Ronda Rousey wild card, but do you have any people you think are going to win the Rumble? The, the women's Rumble? Well, outside Rousey, I guess I tend to think Asuka. Yeah, I guess that would be one of the two. Right. True. With, with and Rousey being And then you do Asuka... No, so that, that's what I'm talking about. This. So then you would do. So at January 28th, you would know that Oscar w- wins, and then unless they want to do the whole pick which brand challenger to face, which I like that they did that in previous rumbles, but they haven't brought it back yet with the the new brand split. Um, that's why I can't see Alexa Bliss not defending or Charlotte not defending from January January 28th on. It's just it's, when the rumble is. So they could do it on SmackDown, like respectively. Yeah, but I, yeah, I guess. But who... I don't even know who Alexa Bliss would face, though. Because Asuka would be the one, I think, who deserves the title match now. So who does, who does Alexa Bliss go against in the meantime? Bailey? I don't know. Mickey James? Mickey James has gotten a title match recently. Like, they're not, you know... Could really be anyone. But what, just backed up to what you said a minute ago, like how they used to have the Rumble winner pick which champion they're going to fight. If Rousey were to be in the Rumble and win it, you would you would have a situation where you basically have to do something like that, right? Because she's not obviously committed to either Raw or SmackDown since she'd only just be debuting. Well, I mean, if they're smart, they would probably have her signed to a brand or make that a part of the storyline. If they want to bring up brand warfare during Survivor Series, why not make it a thing now? I think that it would make sense that both brands would want to be fighting to get her on their team. No, yeah, definitely. Or but on and, their but, brands. In storyline, I would think they would frame it that it were her decision which champion to fight, and then that would dictate which brand she wound up on, regardless. No, I know, but I just find it hard to believe that she would debut in the company without a brand to begin with. So what, she's going to debut in the Rumble, and, and the commentators are going to say, oh, and she's on SmackDown, like, you know? They're not going to really address that, because that's not going to be a thought when, when she debuts in the Rumble. They're going to address it, you know, first she'll win the Rumble, and then they'll address it, I think, on TV. Well, I guess I think I, I, I'm asking for Raw and SmackDown, the general managers, to at least be like shown offering her something or her not just saying, all right, I'm going to go for this title. I think that it should, it, you know, the, the, the brand, the managers of the brand should be yeah, kind of giving her incentives. You can do that retroactively after she debuts, but you can't have it both ways. If you want her to surprise debut in the Rumble, you obviously can't show anything leading up to that between her and the GMs or anybody. No, no, I'm just saying that you're saying that after she wins, you would just rather her say what title she's going to go for, and therefore that would be the brain she's going to be on. I'm saying that after she wins, obviously it has to be after she wins, not before that, that I would like to see the general managers making it a part of the storyline that they want rousing. And it's not just about who, what challenger she wants to fight, but it's about what brand is offering her something. Or, you know, if, if they want to make me believe that Survivor Series is a big thing, and, and this is something that you've hated and everyone else online that the brand warfare only happens one time of the year, this is your opportunity to, outside of Survivor Series, integrate the whole brand, the, the brand thing. Talk about how 
this run SmackDown and this is a big deal and this is part of the brand the, the brand split as wow. opposed to just having Raw or SmackDown randomly um, fucking do the whole under siege thing yeah one time a year yeah 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 no no, no, no. I'm, with, I'm with that I just didn't fully understand so how how do you tell that story after she debuts in and wins the Rumble subsequently. I could think you can have Stephanie McMahon say, I invite Ronda Rousey to Monday Night Raw tomorrow, and I know that you haven't made your choice yet, but this is what Monday Night Raw can offer you. And then maybe you could... They're going to want her as a ratings draw. So okay, she very and then easily after her segment... Monday on... Night Raw, SmackDown Live, she could be there the next night, and, and after... then finally she has to make her choice. Okay, okay. So she does, you know, they have a segment with her and Stephanie on Raw, and then after that... You have the commentary announced that we've just been informed Kurt Angle has invited her to Smack... Or, uh, not Kurt Angle. Daniel Bryan has invited her to SmackDown or whatever. Shane McMahon. And then you go from there. Okay. Um, and then maybe you have a couple weeks where they're kind of, like, uh, trying to appeal to her and, and, you know, make it really sell their show as why she why that should be... So you ultimately do have her decide, but just based on the merit of the brand and not the champion that she would be subsequently challenging. Yeah, I think you can make it a little bit of both. I think obviously the, the challenger is going to be her, her her main priority, who she wants to face. But that's why I feel like if you had Asuka as the Raw champion and Charlotte as the SmackDown champion, this would be a whole different dynamic. And I love Alexa Bliss. Yeah, but I feel like Alexa Bliss and Ronda Rousey isn't that big of a match compared to Ronda and Charlotte. No, yeah, definitely. Whereas Ronda and Asuka is a match compared to Ronda and Charlotte. Yeah. Okay. But. I mean, regardless, so we don't even know if she's going to fucking be there. So I guess I'm true. I'm thinking at a turn. I just want them the to. The I, horse. Yeah, I just want them to talk about the brand stuff, not just one time a year. And if they have an, opp- an opportunity to do so, then take it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, and you could also get a ratings draw out of her by having her appear in both of your weekly shows. Yeah, back to back. Yeah, yeah, that's a good call. That's a good call. But you definitely are. You're putting so, the cart before the horsewomen. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I was so proud um, of myself. I didn't hear a goddamn word you said, but I was just th- holding on to that. <laughs> um, that was the one. What else happened in this fucking episode? We talked about the Zango. Uh, oh, we had uh, the uh, whole Daniel Bryan, uh, Shane McMahon storyline continuing, and, no. uh, and you know the main event with with Kevin Owens and AJ Styles, and then uh, Orton Shinsuke joining the Rumble and the two U.S. title matches. If you want to talk about them specifically. Um, I'm just saying, like that's that's I, as far as I can think, that's that's what we have left that we haven't talked about. Well, I, 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 I the stuff and Shane McMahon stuff is just frustrating. It, it, I mean, I agree with Shane McMahon's point about why Baron Corbin and Bobby Roode wouldn't just be given a title a match. match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially since Baron Corbin can also rightfully say that he hasn't gotten a one-on-one match, like. It, it's saying that SmackDown is the land of opportunity is not the way to um, breach the contract, which is what Daniel Bryan did. Yeah. Essentially. Give, you have a take... contractual rematch clause in there. Or, yeah. Or so, we're, or so we're led to believe, and Daniel Bryan is apparently, you know, breaching that, much like Shane McMahon can fire someone from the entire company, just because of it being the land of opportunity. It made Daniel Bryan look like an idiot, and, Daniel Bryan, and Shane McMahon look smart for once, actually. <laughs> Yeah, and because Danny Bryan's foregoing one guy's opportunity because he says he's going to give it to just more, you know, a couple other people, like multiple people. Yeah, and it's—I don't understand. Like, what Mr. McMahon was brought into it. I feel like that was like intentional. 
Like, why his name keeps getting brought up now. Um, yeah. I don't know if he's going to come. I don't know if he's going to get into this. Well, but Brian kind of definitely... took his name in vain last week. <laughs> yeah, this is true. At least according to Shane. Um, yeah, that's true. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I kind of feel like this was... Uh, Shane, I don't want to say he impressed me, but this was a pretty drawn-out backstage segment for the two of them. I feel like they had a lot of talking points to cover that they went over pretty well, and I'm just still, like, totally scratching my head at where this storyline is going. Did you you heard about Daniel Bryan running the ropes in the dark match Tuesday night? No. Yeah, apparently there was a... The, the match was... The dark match was scheduled to be AJ Styles versus Jinder for the title with Daniel Bryan as the referee. It wound up being a six-way, AJ Styles, Shinsuke, and Orton versus Jinder, Owens, and Sammy. Bryan was still the referee, and at one point, most of the guys were on the outside, and Sammy was kind of running the ropes like as if he was going to do a suicide dive to the group, and Daniel Bryan started running the ropes to crisscross. So they were like both running the ropes in a crisscross pattern, like in, in you know, sync, in, synchronize it, uh, in sync with each other. And the audience was there to see it? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, whoever was left for the dark match, it was the last match Tuesday night, after the cameras stopped rolling, obviously. Well, it makes oh, I saw, it. I saw it on Twitter. I saw the video. It definitely happened. And, and, you and know, he wasn't doing it as like a joke? He was like doing it to actually like work out? No, well, no, it was, it was basically done as a joke. Oh, the reason they were doing it, he was like acting like he was playing along with Sammy. Um, and he was uh, actually, Jimmy, hang on one second. Sorry. Yeah. Okay, I'm back. So you know how they have this ongoing storyline where Kevin Owens and Sammy, like, think that they're on the exact same page as Daniel Bryan and that Daniel Bryan's just saying what he has to say for the cameras, you know, for for the optics or whatever. Um, so they were kind right. of, Daniel Bryan was, like, acting like he was with Sammy Zayn and then the, they were, like, doing that because they're on the same page, I guess. And at the last minute, Daniel Bryan kind of uh, grabbed Sammy's arm when they were crisscrossing and, like, did a spinning thing where Sammy wound up walking into an RKO and then a Kinshasa. So, it was, you know, that was, like, the, the reasoning behind it, I guess, from a K-pay, K yeah, from a storyline perspective. Okay, that makes sense. But I so, didn't but hear yeah, about that until you told me. People are obviously, people have already been speculating about the possibility Daniel Bryan has been cleared in secret. This obviously adds fuel to the fire. Again, if he's cleared, you know, you seem to be teasing, unless, unless there's a whole, it's a swerve and Shane's going to go heel, you seem to be teasing like he's going to go heel, even though I personally think he's more or less on the right side of things on the whole um i don't think you know you wouldn't you wouldn't have daniel bryan go heel if he's finally cleared this is what people have been waiting for and hoping for and didn't even know if it would happen what's your take on that like whether you know do you think that's a possibility that he's been cleared or it's just people being people being wishful oh. um can't necessarily fault them for I have not formed an opinion yet. I don't, because it's, it's, it's just, it's hard with the whole concussion stuff and if he gets hurt. I mean, all I was thinking of is that, I mean, if he were to get hurt, he would have to just publicly say that it was his choice and WWE shouldn't be to blame and blah, blah, blah. I feel like if that's the main issue, I think they can get around that. Yeah. Um, we well, can just sign a hold harmless. I tend to go with he's not going to wrestle again in WWE just because 
I don't know what about me makes me think no, that yeah. that's what the case is, but he's probably I don't right. like is Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon like is that the match we really want to see Daniel Bryan to come back in against Shane McMahon? Oh no, that's definitely not. But I mean, you but know, that's that's, that's the, the match here. that yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Oh, I'm not saying I want to see that. I'm just saying, I guess if anything, the light at the end of the silver lining there would be that that would be his first match back, and knock on wood, if everything went well, and if he was in fact healthy enough to wrestle, and it was you know, ultimately okay for him to be wrestling, like, that would lead to other matches. Hopefully, I would think. That would that would be what I would be more excited about than the actual Daniel Bryan versus Shane McMahon match itself, obviously. Yeah, no, I think that it would, I would like to see it. I just wonder if, like, Sammy or Kevin can get in there by proxy. If Shane, well, no, that wouldn't make sense because they're kind of on the same team, technically, in a way. Yeah, yeah, I could see, uh, I mean, I could definitely see Shane McMahon versus Sami Zayn at WrestleMania. Yeah, I yeah, know. I don't, um, I don't know if I see it happening. Yeah, Both no, the I... the match I, and Daniel Bryan getting cleared. Yeah, probably not. I just, you know, it's definitely curious. They're kind of at least teasing that, which would be weird if it was just totally for nothing. Yeah, um... And then also Shinsuke, Randy Orton, and Randy Orton announced that they are going to be um, in the Rumble. In the Rumble. Thank you very in, much. In the Royal Riot. In the Royal Riot. Right. But Ruby Riot will also be. I mean, we know every woman has to be in the Rumble, really. They're acting like it's like a, yeah, there's, there's a selection. Well, um, we, I don't think we don't know, you know, we don't know for sure how many are going to be. All in all. Like how, you know, how yeah, many total competitors right, there's going to be. I know, I know. That's a whole other thing. Yeah, I mean, I still think it's going to be 30, and I think it should be 30. But, um, well, but I'm regardless, not it shouldn't I mean, be 30. I just, WWE is No, I know. Story. I'm just saying I think it should be. Um, and I think Randy and Shinsuke are going to add some star power to it for sure. Um, it makes you wonder if they're going to be like, fighting against each other the way they frame that or I don't know what that was all about well I, th- I think it was just like you know I'll see you in there and it's every man for himself I don't think it was True. specifically like they're going to be gunning for each other f- per se I mean this is true yeah um, and then the last segment of which kind of ties into it all because I thought that Randy Orton would be the one challenging for the WWE Championship was that Kevin Owens and AJ Styles rekindled their rivalry not over the United States Championship this time. And it, it is I do like how they kind of brought everything full circle because now, obviously, uh, Shane McMahon thought that Sami Zayn should have been banned from the match. Sami Zayn got involved in the match. Shane McMahon came out to try and get Sami Zayn ejected, which and he accomplished in, in the meantime caused a roll-up from AJ to Kevin that the referee didn't see, and then Kevin to AJ, which the, the referee did see. Yeah. And Shane McMahon inadvertently caused AJ Styles the match, and Shane uh, McMahon glared at AJ. That- uh, AJ glared at Shane, which is a yeah. callback to their feud, and they kind of tied all this together, which I do appreciate. Yeah, definitely. Me too. Me too. And just um, Sammy too, the way Sammy was acting, how he was, you know, he's kind of acting uh, reserved when it first happened, making eye contact with Shane, but then as soon as he got past Shane, he was just... Like a kid in a candy store, all excited. I just, but I don't sorry. know. Is this, is this going to the Rumble? 
I mean, I don't know. It's hard to see just because they did have such an elongated feud over the course of 2016. You know, it's hard to see that that being the first title match for SmackDown in, or of 2017. Sorry, that being the first title match of 2018 for SmackDown. It's hard to see. Yeah, what do you, what do you think? I don't really want it to happen. I think that we just saw it. Um, yeah. I think that I think that Randy turning heel last week was the perfect opportunity to do a Randy AJ match to give AJ another credible, um, you yeah. know, thirteen time champion under his belt to be. Yeah, um, that would that would have been I, good. I really, I I really don't think we need to tease Orton winning any more Rumbles. I mean, you know, three that would be that would be kind of ridiculous. Well, I know I don't think he's going to win it, and I don't think that the promo he did with Nimsa, I think that he's winning. I think that you need star power in the Rumble, and Randy announcing it is a you know pretty big entrance yeah. in the next Okay, fine. But I, I do I do like your a, idea. Has a better chance. Uh, yeah. Apparently, John Cena has some pretty good odds. Have you seen any odds at all? No, I, my cousin told me that they're out, and I haven't actually read that. Oh, did you not want to know? Because I just no, heard three, I just um, heard three names, and two of them were obvious, and the third one I just slipped and said. So. <laughs> yeah. No. I. Uh, I guess I could look it up. Oh well, I just did. You right. did you hear what I just said though? I mean, you, you pretty much can guess who it is. If you heard who I just said, then you know who it is. What, I, I, I only heard you say something about John Cena. Yeah. It's John, apparently, John Cena, his name is being thrown around, and then the other two that you already kind of know slash don't want slash really want. Roman? Roman and Shinsuke. Okay. Where's Ballarat? Uh, did not... Here, those are the only three names I heard mentioned. I mean, look at what Bale, what's going on with Baylor and Raw. Do you really still holding out that much hope for him getting a universal title shot at Mania, bud? Uh, no, I guess not. Yeah, I mean, it sucks. I mean, but... I would, I, I mean, I would like it, but oh, I would like it. I would, I'd... that would, yeah, that's one of the best case scenarios possible for the universal title at Mania. Yeah, I guess out of all the people there, I'm trying to think of it. Yeah, it would be Balor and, and Brock. But I don't... I don't... I, I don't know what Balor's going to do then if he's not in... What, what does he even do? Maybe he uh, does something with Broken Hardy? The demon in Broken Hardy? That could be fun. Yeah, it could be. Or... It could be. If, if, if they do like a triple threat somehow, I guess. Yeah, or maybe, you know, if they do go with Joe as the IC champion, maybe they do have an IC, a sick IC title feud for Joe and Balor. That could be sick. It's just that we have seen them interact a lot in in their uh, WWE tenure, their respective WWE tenures. Yeah, and I think that you could create a really cool environment with them all somehow. Inter, inter, I don't know, kind of combining all of their different weird... I guess personas, if that makes sense. So, like a multi-man match with like Broken Matt, Bray Wyatt, the Demon, etc. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, maybe like Sister Abigail or something instead of Bray. Oh, yeah. We still haven't really had that paid off, have we? No, but I guess it also isn't a bad thing if we don't ever have it paid off, is it? No. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking. No, I don't think it. 
Well, who knows? I guess I can't. I, we can't say that for sure. You know. Yeah. Um, did we miss anything on SmackDown? I think we ran through, through pretty quickly, but I, I also don't think a lot happened. Yeah. No. I, I think we about covered everything. Um, I guess. Oh, one thing I noticed with with Benjamin and Gable. Did you notice when they cut that promo? They're like definitely acting like they're full on heels. I know it's a random. They note. are. Though you think they, they are. are? They 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 kind of have been though in in the last few weeks. I've noticed. Because they've still been, they've been winning clean from a wrestling standpoint. Yeah, I mean, I think they're good wrestlers. I just think that their characters are so assholes. No, I know. I just good wrestler and bad guy don't usually go hand in hand in WWE. No, I mean, yeah, but I mean, it's not like they have many. I mean, they did kind of cheat in the first one on the first singles tag team match they had for the title. Oh yeah, tried, like, okay. Stop blocking. That's true. Yeah, that's true. So I don't. Um, I, mean, I guess I don't know why they're they're heels, but they are for some reason. Yeah. Um, did you have any other like general rumble thoughts or anything? No, no, we got four weeks to go. But no, not a lot really happened this week. I think I'm pretty good. Okay, cool. All right. Well, thank you everybody for joining us for Wishful Booking Podcast. I'm Liam McNulty. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Real Huge Actor. And my name is Jimmy Moorecraft. You can follow me on Twitter at Dr. Moorecraft. You can uh, like us on Facebook at Wishful Booking Pod and email in wishfulbooking at gmail.com. We hope everybody had a great Christmas and has a happy and healthy New Year. Jimmy, well, I'll see you before then, but I, but I still, you know, still hope you have a happy transition into uh, 2018. Man, that's As do I. Yeah. And a happy Rooster Day. And, of course, happy Rusev Day. How could I forget? But, yes, it is crazy that 2018 is, 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 is the manga. Yeah. Yeah, get ready, world. Get ready, WWE. Get ready, Walker <laughs> Elias. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. On that note. Yeah, we'll uh, see. You'll hear us next week. So long, guys. Later. <laughs>